Rock and roll. Must be Monday, bud. Oh, it is. Must be Monday. Good morning. Speaking of sports devotees. I hope that's how you say it. I don't know. Uh, and by the way, bud, a growing number of devoted listeners. Yep. It's starting to get cool. Like three years into it, I'm going places and people are listening. And I'm like, where's the count? I, I I'll, let's not get into that whole thing. Better kill the music, right? But a, um, thank you, man. It is a growing number of loyal listeners, and you're giving us feedback, record number of questions. We hope to get to them today, although we're at a hard 45. Is hard that right? 45. So we are, again, high atop the west side of Cherry Hill. And the big news for today so far, my co-host, uh, and partner here, man of many talents, a.k.a. The Wiz, is with us today. Emily is officially a holdout. Officially <laughs> holdout. Not happy with the contract, the baby, apparently. So <laughs> Olivia's in there. Stre- stretching into the, uh, yeah. not playing the first week of the season. Yeah, she's getting ready. Uh, the due date was yesterday. Yesterday, right? So uh, prayers and best of everything there. The family family is... Everybody's at the on-deck circle anxiously awaiting. A um, little scare this weekend with the skipper. Wow, about that timing. Yeah. We have them on last Monday. Had a terrific show. And uh, the skipper uh, falls uh, ill. And uh, let's just say thank God he's doing better. Positive uh, update on his situation. We don't want to get into the particulars. You probably know him anyway. And uh, just uh, good luck to the skipper. What a great guy. And, uh, yeah, that's just, that's, that's, that's good to hear. Um, a lot going on, a lot going on, boy, in the news. How about it? When you combine baseball and football, you know, I love September and October, but you got a lot going on. Of course, the Phillies are the top wild card seed. Um, we'll talk about that. Otani, bud, cleans out the locker. Yep. I have something to say about that if you've been listening Eagles go 2-0. You can't be thrilled with it, right? Bama out of the top 10 first time in a long time. Notre Dame, 4-0. Orioles to the postseason first time since 2016. Uh, how about the Marlins outscoring the Braves over the weekend? 36-11 to after getting outscored uh, 83-29, losing out of 10. Do you think maybe the Braves... Would like to see the Marlins in and the Phillies out. You think maybe there's a purpose? No one's saying that. Think After about the it. Braves got about smoked it. by the Marlins. Think, I don't know. No, um, no, no. They never got off the bus. My lord, they played low at no stolen bases. Yeah, I and mean, that's I guess so. Off the ball, didn't have chance records. No, yeah, it's they, not common. The Braves lose three straight. It's no, it can't be. Doesn't happen. It to can't them. be. It's the Braves' way of saying, "Go ahead, uh, Marlins, giddy up." And if it's at the expense of the. Who wants the Phillies at the postseason, right? Uh, Brandon Woodruff is a nightmare. Lowers his ERA to 2.13 since August 1st. And the other guy, Freddie Peralta, whatever, is 2.27. And Miley's 3.12. Bit of a nightmare if you got to play the Brewers in postseason. That's some good pitching right there. And yeah. and her bullpen doesn't exactly stink in back of that, right? No, no, that's that's tough pitching to beat, especially in a short series. Man, I'll tell you what. I mean, don't yeah, how, how else do you look at it if you gotta get the yeah. Brewers? I mean, that's probably one of the reasons that the Brewers 
do decent against those 500 teams. Their pitching keeps them in those games. They're 44 and 39. Exactly. Yeah, that's better than the Phillies. It's better than a lot of teams other than the Dodgers and and, and Braves, really, against 500 teams. And I think, Bud, last week, anyway, they were 26 in, in, in run production, stuff like that. All right, so what else is going on? Trout says put up the sale sign. How interesting. Uh, boy, did the Angels just absolutely <laughs> talk <laughs> about mutilate. Probably the uh, most embarrassing baseball in Oregon. Probably the most embarrassing organization in baseball. Is it? The past 10 years. I would rather be the Oakland A's. Um, <laughs> Don't get brutal. No, it's not. It's 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 actually fair. I'd rather be a triple-A team. It's, it's better oh, to stink because people know you're going to stink. But you have the best two players in baseball generational talents one guy we may never see for the next 100 years uh, yeah, yeah, in, right. in otani we'll see it, we'll see it. and yeah. then you have trout who when he was one healthy now apparently yeah, he's Ruth. made a glass the past couple of years and the organization too never much, much starts. never won they just never never won and they never even made the playoffs yeah um really embarrassing what trout has won Postseason appearance, I believe, maybe two, yeah, very early in the there, career. There's a playoff in there. There's a 13 at bat postseason. I mean, that's for, just for yeah. that's just bad. It um, is. That's the most disgraceful organization in baseball, in my opinion. That they haven't been able to figure it out. And their in their eyes, it was sign another big superstar. Right. But that was such a mistake. All they needed was pitching and good defensive talent around <laughs> Trout. Uh, Pujols wasn't the answer. That was just about that, that so was coming off. Of that, that was a boneheaded move. Rendon right? <laughs> was e- somehow even worse. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's able even able to stand in the batter's box <laughs> today. Um, all they needed was pitching to make that keep them in games and let Trout and Otani do their thing offensively with average hitters around them. You would think, you know, average hitters think. around them. They don't need studs around them. They just need good, solid hitters. Have the guy with a 770 OPS. That's fine when Trout's at 1,000 and Otani's at 1,100. That would seem to run produce but, um, on a five-run level. Yeah, I think most GMs could have effectively managed right. the Angels to a successful playoff team. Not necessarily World Series, but playoffs. Right. And um, shame on their ownership. Shame on... I don't know if the ownership's changed over the past 10 years or their GM, what has and hasn't happened. That ownership. Just no. disgraceful. I mean, very, very poor management. I'm with you on disgraceful. And then what do you not do... When you're an organization chief of baseball operations, about uh, the Red Sox guy, I'll mutilate his name, Jaime Bloom, or the Blooms, of, the petals off the Bloom, whatever. Uh, getting rid of him. But anyway, stay with the Angels. Um, you know, the one thing you don't do is panic. So what do they do? They draft 22 pitchers. What was it, three years ago? When the MLB <laughs> draft two years ago, every I think the first 20 rounds or something like that were all pitchers. That's how desperate they They finally realized as Trout turned about 30 <laughs> years old, maybe we should get some pitching in here yeah. to help the guy out before he's 40. Yeah, and just to complete the top 10, which we'll do every week now, uh, we're going to have a little more formatting and segmentation in the show. I think you'll like it. The Padres are of 1-4. They're 6 out. They're, they got a heartbeat. And uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Soto... Hitting a home run, doing what's it called? The merengue at home plate when they're not going to postseason. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all you need to know about Soto is him dancing at home plate. 
when they're not relevant and going to the postseason. Your Honor, the plaintiff rests. Thank you for the court's time. What do you think about that, bud? The merengue at home plate. And look, it's not something that I'm doing. That's on their coach. But that's the Potters organization. We talked last year that. Are you allowing that crap if you're the coach? Oh, no, but that's the Padres' culture. They've allowed that. Yeah, they've allowed it. Um, and you have guys like Manny Machado making more money than than, than anyone right. and putting up some of the most disappointing numbers of his career. Yep. you got Soto, who's just wasted talent at this point. I mean, I don't know how that team doesn't win more games. Unbelievable. Um, it just seems like they all care about themselves yep. and don't know how to play as a team. We and covered, that's, that's really what the Padres seem like. We covered it in detail. But are they dead? Here's their schedule. The Padres line up accordingly. Rockies, you know, the team that you said can't, they're dead, that beat the Cubs two out of three and turn around. Well, the Cubs are yeah, in free fall. Do you remember five, last week saying straight. that the Cubs had nothing to worry about in in, uh, in the Rockies? They got swept, yeah. yeah. That's a, And that that's embarrassing. Okay. Cubs, aren't that's you, embarrassing. Aren't you going to come back with your Braves? Yeah, I tradition? said the Braves <laughs> were going to destroy the Phillies, and they won three out of four, and they got three more this week. So it, I, I six out of seven could very well come likely. You did say that. I, I said the Braves were going to win all seven. Okay, King and Sabi, relax a little bit. Put that choke back in. I don't think they destroyed the Phillies. Well, they won three out of four. Wins a win. I mean, the Philly, I mean, the Eagles didn't destroy their teams, but... You know, win's a win. Win's a win. Last time we looked at the counter, but the Rockies, uh, Padres have three at the Rockies. I'm sorry, three against the Rockies at home. Uh, Cardinals, you never know what you're going to get from the Cardinals. Either 14 hits or two. They stink with runners on base. Uh, But anyway, the cards come in for three. San Fran away, if it's relevant, two out of three. And the White Sox, you can sweep because they've already they've had the bus running since like the All Star break. So, so the twelve games are nobody formidable. They could go ten and two, but you're six out, so you need a bunch of help. Well, not six from there's six from the top, right? Not six from the bottom. Wild right, card. right. What, yep. What I think is most important in baseball is is this Phillies Braves series because we stand here right now. It is absolutely and the. Phillies are 81-68. We're three and a half games up in the wild card. We've got the Diamondbacks at 79 wins, and we've got three 78 wins in the Cubs, Marlins, and Reds. Right. If the Phillies get swept by the Braves, which I believe will happen. Trouble. Um, and you have Diamondbacks, Cubs, or Marlins, three options there that do decent. Maybe even two of them do decent. We could very well have a potential one-game difference in the top wild card spot. Um, and that means the Phillies could be a loss or two away from the third Wild card spot, that would be a lot to happen, but then it's we not. Play, it's not an un. It's not like no, a one percent no, probability. It's, not, it's no, no, it, no. there's decent odds for it. Yeah, I think in a perfect world, and you could never plan or coach for this. The Phillies get the sixth wild card spot. We avoid the Braves as long as possible, but so uh, you, you could never plan, plan for that. In that scenario. Yeah, the sixth wild card avoids the Braves. Right, you have a harder matchup. Initially, I think, um, but or, or, or considering there's such a gap difference between Braves and Dodgers versus the other teams, yeah, I hear. Really, I'm not really worried about who we play first. And round. if we're saying that correctly, what we're saying is like the six seed third wild card, right? Six, the three third division plays six. Yeah, but what we're yeah. when you said the the six wild card, it's it's just so we don't confuse yeah, anybody. Six, six since seed. we're confused, the <laughs> six seed, six seed third wild card would play open up with. Uh, right now, I believe be the Brewers. Brewers not yep. pitching. Hmm. I don't know, bud. I think I. Well, it may not be the Cubs, but if it could be the Cubs, and they're they're not playing worth a crap right now. Yeah. So 
the four seed plays the five seed. I'd take so the Cubs. you got the Cubs and the I want Reds, no parts the Marlins, whoever I want it is. no parts of that Brewers. We just talked about their pitching. So you'd rather play the Braves next. You'd rather have the Braves. You, yeah, you know why? Because you got to go through that anyway, bud. Right? Yeah, why not let someone else go through them? Let me ask you this. Can you answer this question yes or no, or do you refuse to do that with your dad Well, it's anymore? probably going to be angled, or the question... <laughs> I mean, say yes, but there's going to be a but to it. But sure, heck, the question. I wouldn't game you, would I? You know, in postseason, as we watch pitching ERA, it gets diluted and diminished on every series because pitches are absolutely dead as they advance through the postseason with all these stressful pitches, right? Would sure. you rather play the Braves when their pitchers are more worn out or earlier when they're fresh? Uh, I'd rather play them later when they're more worn out. Right. Right, so that means you... Play them oh, as sorry. late as possible. Oh, You're right. Jeez. Right. Thank you, everyone. Oh, so we God. rest. The Phillies want to be the sixth seed. Yeah. We want to avoid playing the Braves as long as possible. I think I had something else in mind. Padres has to uh, turn to page three here. Run differential, Pete, plus 77. And I guess we're still waiting for that run. Chad? Still waiting on that Pete? Padres run. Well, they yeah. won four straight, but six and four of the last ten. They find a way to just hang around that. A little over 500, below 500 yeah, every time right. you look at the past 10 games. And the clicker's been favorable to us so far. We're running hot. All right. A new uh, segment to the show is called Stump the Wiz. And you're going to hear a neat little theatrical background to all that. We're going to keep it simple. And listeners, you are a part of this. So pay attention and uh, see how you do. Uh, 10 questions. Uh, they're groomed to be sort of easy, a little more difficult towards the very end. So this is a time mechanism. It's it's time and number of correct answers, okay? We wait that. Uh, we're going to do this every week, and we're going to see, can we get to a uh, 10 out of 10 at the lowest time, and do we have a listener who, and this is all in the honor system, like everything else we do. So what? You go to the Capitol Grill on me for two, and you cheat it. Uh, that'll come back to haunt you somewhere. So, Wiz, do you understand the rules? I believe so. All right. So this is a, this is a I wish I had a little mechanism here to play. I don't think, no, that's not it. Uh, so uh, 10 questions. I'll read them as quick as I can. Do you have the clock ready to yep. start? I'm ready. Stump the Wiz. Philly's Hall of Fame and greatest third baseman ever. Mike Schmidt. Modern era. Best Phillies on base percentage since 1950. Uh, tick, tick, tick. Pays to guess. Chase Holtley. Uh, Bobby Abreu. You know how to use Abreu somewhere at 416, by the way. Last year, the Phillies won the World Series. And who did they beat? Uh, 2008 and the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, how many games? Five games. What player batted 444 in that series? Shane Victorino. Jason Worth. Best winning percentage the last 10 years this team played at a 617 clip last 10 years. Dodgers. Last 10 years, what team had the highest payroll most often out of 10, and they had the highest payroll six times. Also Dodgers. You got it. All-time hit leader is? Heroes. And how many? I don't think you get this. 42-56. Oh, I didn't think so. All right, you won't get this. Most recent MLB player with 200 hits. 
you don't see that anymore. This uh, is all time, my friend. This yeah. is time. I mean, it's the first week, so if I go okay. long. Yeah, that's true. You just set the bar, um, right? Yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll win next week. Chad's going to milk this thing, so yeah. he's definitely winning. Got to set You're, myself up. That's for why success. we call you the Wiz. Uh, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> ah, it's just the trick. All right, listeners, I hope you said Ronald Acuna. That means you're checking the box scores daily. He has 201 hits, 2023. Just did it. So hard to do nowadays. Yeah. 200 hits. Just for a little bit of added clarity, the last American League player, 2019, with Merrifield, 206 hits. And uh, Black, uh, Charlie Black, uh, Byrne, is it? Blackman. Men, uh, 2017. God, I mutilate names. 213 hits. Um can you imagine me being a guy, Chad, at graduation that has to read off GPAs and 500 names? That wouldn't, that wouldn't, oh. that wouldn't be your specialty, no. How about a Kuna? No. 337, bud. 418, 586 slug, 1004, and a 166 OPS plus. Talk yeah, I mean, about that's, that. That's nuts. And if you look at actually... Pulled up Freddie's stats. Yeah. 199 hits last year. It was one shy of 200. You said Freddie. Yeah. Freddie Freeman. He's oh, got I, I one, was, 195 this right. year. Curveball, I was talking about Acuna. Oh, I know. I'm talking about Freddie, too, though. Did you segue on me, or did I have any indication at all you were going to Freeman? Thought I, I thought I said something. Oh, maybe you did. Oh, we had this thing on tape, right? <laughs> all right, so you went to Freeman as, what, the other potential MVP choice? Yeah, I mean, he's right there. Uh-huh. It's going to be Acuna. Okay, can but, you read Freeman again now that I know it's so Freeman? So this year... Uh, 335 uh-huh. batting average, yeah, good. 413 on base, right 570 slug, right. 984 yeah, OPS. Yeah, yeah. The thing that jumps out to me, though, 55 doubles. I mean, that's yeah. that's insane. That's How le- many stolen bases? I think Acuna's at 70. Yeah, he doesn't steal. 19, what's, 19 what's and Acuna 1. What's stolen bases-wise? Probably is, is at 70. I'll yeah, check it real he's, quick. He's going to be right there, you know. And I got a comment you're not going to believe about the Braves OPS that we talk about every single week. And last week, you had to be thinking, well, it can't get any better, the Braves OPS. Oh, think again, Mrs. Wittemeyer. What do you have on stolen bases? Cooney's 66. So I'll end up with 70. Braves OPS, bud, 844. And that's historic how high that is. It's one of the best of all time in baseball. I mean, you're talking like top 15, 20 teams in, uh, in recent history. Yeah, we, everything we do, uh, fans, we're going to make it modern times. You know, 1950, and that's probably generous to cut it there. Uh, yeah, probably. I just do 1950 what? onward. Yeah, 1950 onward. Sorry, Babe Ruth. But See, yeah, uh, <laughs> he'd probably be terrible in today's game. Overweight. <laughs> he could suck. Probably a beer drinker. <laughs> the, I mean, there's no way he performs. You're a little frisky just today, fine, Wiz. Fine. Nothing you're, against the Babe, but. You're not getting the full eight hours, are <laughs> just you? look at that belly. <laughs> it's not hitting in today's game. <laughs> It's just not. Where's Pat DeMarco when we need him? He would be on the floor right now. Look at his belly. Ah, <laughs> uh, John Cruck hit. Crucker had a bit of a, you know. Cruck did hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, some guys do it. Prince Fielder did it. Yeah. The guy who took a yeah. ferocious swing, right? Right. He was pure hitters. Chopping off someone's head every time yeah. he swung pure so hitters, hard. Yeah, pure hitters, man. Yeah, speed. there's, I mean, it's almost like, uh, I mean, not like Kyle Schwarber. If he yeah. was a little bigger, a little better you. hitter. Those guys who aren't the most athletic builds but are just so athletic. Um, it's actually fun to think about what if they were in stone-cold shape? What if those guys were lean, yeah. built, athletic? I'm not saying Schwarber's not athletic. Cause I hear you. He is. I hear but, you. You know, like a little more lean and stuff for like a guy like a Prince Fielder and what else could they do? But uh, yet, just, Probably just longevity. The other the other point you sort of uh, underscore uh, is the, the natural talent 
that you see certain athletes have. There are two guys in my career that I would never have a warm-up catch with. Mooney Myers, came in Catholic baseball bud, was about 5'8", 140, and electric his arm. He would pick up the ball for the first catch in February inside a gym, <laughs> and bud, it would hiss at you. And in softball, Ralphie Sims, lefty and just... Yep. You know, yeah, I used to have know, those Ralph? guys. Okay. I want to warm up with them. For me, it was the pitchers. They go out some of those pitchers. And they gra- ask you to get a grab a catcher's bit and a, and a face mask. No, not, not, not even that. No way, right? I didn't like warming up the pitchers in general. I'm talking pregame, right. just having catches. Catches. I didn't like having catches with the pitchers. But that's DNA. That's I'd DNA. They're 70 feet away trying right. to maybe throw one a little nice and soft, and they'd be out there throwing <laughs> lasers at me. 82 balls. Just popping it right in the heel. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my God, I had to save God the fear. I would guys i would like you know make an excuse but ralph sims in softball electric arm and mooney myers in baseball mooney was small and he could just fire the ball man just you know that natural talent so the braves just complete that little uh red Sox modern air first 851 ops 2003 but don't forget kind of artificial because you always inflate doubles to the red Sox ops that will be a special piece Coming up soon, uh, I know I've promised you that. The Mariners, which still boggles my mind a little bit, if you don't mind bringing up the 1996 Mariners. I remember two guys. I don't remember a team that's at 850 OPS. The Astros, for sure, recently 2019, 848. And now we have our Braves. As we set the over-under total on the Braves for a friendly dinner, but if I ever get you out to dinner when you're a papa, are the Braves going to be above or below their current OPS at 844 listeners. You're in on this. You know, you always get a dinner if you want it. Above so is or below? For the playoffs? No. Rest of the regular season. Uh, below. Below, right? below. They'll go below 844. Yeah, I think so. Thank you for giving me purpose to watch the box scores of the Braves now every single night. I well, can't. You got purpose watching them anyway. sweep, sweep the Phillies this week. Oh, boy. Are you st- Three out no, of four. No, 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 no. Do me a favor. Take out the hyperbole. Take out the drama. There's no Take hyperbole the- in a sweep. Are you serious? I mean, I yeah. It was a hyperbole when I said the Braves were going to win seven out of if, seven. My my true number was five out of seven for the Braves. If Coach Mike walks in here right now with a million-dollar briefcase and puts it on the middle of the table, first thing he's going to yell is home, right? Yeah. Give give me a home. Give Mike. Because home. He, oh, that's that he yells it. Home! Yeah. <laughs> Mike, why do you ask for the throw? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you got to throw there. He puts a million dollars on the table. Okay. Are you still saying sweep for the million? Two out of three. Okay. So you don't really believe sweep. Sure, but five out of seven. Is it amazing what money will do? How fast it'll bring out reality? It's I a mean, truth serum money. I think the sweep is likely, but likely? is it the most likely scenario? Two, no, out, the, of, two you, out of three is the most have likely Have you looked scenario. yet at the pitching lineup? I know it starts with Wheeler, right? Yeah, but what's Wheeler done recently? Getting hit, smoked twice, right? I'll tell you something. Let me tell you, fans. I sent out to our little network group of Bo and Charlie, one and some others, how many pitches Wheeler lost last week. And it's not the pitches that you lose as a, as a quality pitcher, any pitcher. It's what it does to your temperament to have a guy struck out and the umpire misses back-to-back black pitches in the zone. Some people call it the shadows. Okay? And then you got to reboot, reset, and go to the next hitter. So what it's all said and done in that little time frame, he lost 19 pitches. I took the time to document the ESPN box frame and show where they were. And I'm not talking about 
the outer perimeter, just touching mud. I'm talking about half a baseball in the black. There were 19 balls called. It was disgraceful. And, and you know, he's polite about it in the postseason, uh, postseason, post-game. But he said the last comment he said, and I think I lost, did get a few. Yeah. I mean, Wheeler's a, you know, a fighter. He's going to put it on him. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to blame someone else for yeah. his por- his performance, whether it was good or bad. You got that. So you're saying under 844. Yep. And uh, and I'm going to go over on that. But how about the Dodgers, the highest payroll? Didn't you think a little bit it could have been the Yankees? I was Yankees would be my number two guess. I just know that every year we hear about the Dodgers blowing through the cap and how many superstars that team has had over the years. I hear you. You know, the Kershaw, Freeman, Betts. They've just, I mean, uh, what was it? Not even going back too far. Was it Matt Kemp? At Puig, I don't think they ever signed Puig. Right. Guys like that, they've had so many big names come through that, through their team, uh, and there's probably a couple obvious ones that I'm just totally forgetting too. And their pitching staff is just ridiculous. It's one stud after another. So you know they're signing these guys to big money. Yeah. Just to close out the loop on Stump the Wiz, what was your time? A minute thirty-five. A minute thirty-five. You definitely set that up to be able to beat, right? Yeah. Be better next week. One week. For, actually, I won't be here next yeah, week. This probably will, this not. Will yeah, probably not. Yeah, we'll, we'll resume for, this next time. He's a papa. Papa was a rolling stone. Yeah. I don't know the words. Thank God. Uh, and what did you get? Eight out of 10? I think so. Which no, ones? Did seven you, out of 10. Which ones did you miss? You missed the Brayhu? Brayhu, the Phillies leader. Uh, in, Jason uh, Worth. Jason Worth. Right. That's two. And you missed the Kuna. Yeah. Seven right? out of 10. Okay. Not, not bad. Not bad for starters. Passing. But yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. What do you think of the trout situation now? Have we touched on that enough or. What are you speculating? You know, since 2016, we should have a fun fact button, you know. Since 2016, how many games per year has Michael Trout averaged, bud? Uh, 90. I think it's 99. Did you you say it like you you already know it? It's, I'm guessing because yeah. I know that he's just a, he's just not around anymore. Right. I mean, he's just not around. And man. as it relates to answer number two, we're not going to beat a dead horse and talk about how underappreciated Bobby Abreu is in the Phillies uh, organization historically, right? We're not going to touch about that? No, no, we've touched on Bobby. Can I just say this as I was researching uh, the best, now the baseball um, metric analysis when you use ESPN is like 29 categories, bud. Not just win share percentage, win share percentage by WR plus OPS plus, okay? He's in every single top 10 in, in every category for the Phillies. Bobby Bray is undoubtedly a top 10 Philly of all time. You kind of interrupted me. I think you knew where I was going. How about the fact that if you take it, this is a popular one. I'm not getting funky. You're like, oh, yeah, who wants to win that? If you take on-base percentage and slug 928 is the all-time modern Chuck Klein. Uh, Bobby Abreu's number one. What do you think of that? Higher than Allen, higher than Schmidt. What does yeah. how meaningful Bud is on base and slug combined, and how high is nine twenty eight? And that shocks you. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I'm sitting I mean, that's, here. That's surprising. And you're kind of gets me for breath a little bit. That's a little <laughs> overstated. Yeah, that's it's it just shows how how. Good, but Bobby really was and really under, underappreciated in Philly. Um, and that just kind of shows sports in general. I mean, look at anything from a, what, a 
fourth grade election and stuff, yeah. all-star game ballots. Yeah. It's all popularity contests. It's yeah. not about who's actually the best uh, because Bobby was easily one of the best Phillies of all time. Easily. And he's not considered one, and it's a shame. He really should be, but the numbers, uh, we'll look back, I don't know, 30 years from now, the numbers will point themselves out. We'll forget about how bad of a person he was, apparently. I, I'm, I using, I'm, using quotes, I'm using quotes on that because yeah, he's not a bad person. People say that, that he didn't run into walls and yeah. stuff like that. Which is <laughs> Isn't that a ridiculous? Stupid argument. So he plays 162 yeah, so he, games, he didn't run into walls. Yeah, yeah, meanwhile, we have Schwarber out there who drops fly balls right at him. Right, right. Bobby didn't run into a wall one right. extra time, so right. he played and contributed offensively. Um, yeah, just silly stuff, but... Yeah, Bobby's numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, we we make reference to Abreu because we had dinner with Cashman at Steiner Sports, bud. I don't yeah. know how many years ago that was. I guess it was about eight, something like that. Yeah, how about the inventory Steiner Sports has in their, in their warehouse, yeah. right? Anyway, uh, everybody else was shy, bud, at dinner, a group of about fifteen people, and that gave me a wide open net for about two hours with Cashman, right? Yep. And uh, we talked extensively about Abreu, and uh, he did not illuminate in a positive way about him uh, um, as a player. Per, no, per two, two all-star games, which is insane yeah, but, throughout the career. But he said a, a deadlock Hall of Famer, but he won't get there because lack of popularity. And he also said, which is a bit damaging, I almost feel a little bit bad repeated. Richie, if you want to take it out, take it out, that – during batting practice, he would not let Abreu around the younger players. That was That's fine. that was compelling, I mean, though. Bro. Yeah, it just means Bobby's he did his maybe his work ethic, work ethic maybe was wasn't where you wanted it to be as a leader because he was so naturally gifted. Mm-hmm. He wasn't grinding like some of those guys no. had to 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 contribute. He no. was doing what he the, the maybe the minimum acceptable amount that he had to do to perform. Do, yeah, do you remember how Cashman referred to the off-season work as? Off campus, yeah, yeah. He said he put the glove down last day of the season, pick it up when we arrive at spring training. Yeah, nothing off campus where other guys were going to the hitting doctor out there in California and stuff like that. And that's what he said. If you could only r- realize how good Bobby Abreu could have been if he worked out in the off season, and that's something else when you look at his numbers. I mean, this is a guy that batted three ten for the Phillies with an on base percentage for the Phillies like four and a quarter. His slug was like 580, not OPS 925. I mean, you know, unbelievable. But so uh, you, you got Trout moving. That's the bottom line. Trout's leaving the Angels. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, any guess where he lands? Mm. Yankees? Sure. New York sounds good. Would they possibly do Trout and Otani? Uh, I don't know if you could afford both with what they're paying. Do Doug. they care if they had to do it to win a World Series? It's been so long. No, they they would do it. Yeah, they would do it. No, no doubt about it, right? Uh, for the all the Dodgers payroll doesn't seem a bit a bit disproportionate when you take a look at these high payrolls. Look at the Mets this year and other teams like San Diego. What they're spending and what they're getting back are we moving away now from these mega? We should be three hundred million dollar payrolls and doing it a different way, like Tampa stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we should be because it's so it's you need a lot to go right if right. you're going to hire superstars. You're right? going to spend 30, 40, maybe even 50 million dollars per year now on one player to uh, to really win because that that just takes away so many other opportunities. And I'd rather have I'd rather have five guys that are going to put a 830, 840 OPS up and have, you know, one I mean, I'd love to have a guy a, a superstar 
But if you can get a team that's really balanced, and that's the Baltimore Orioles, not that they don't have a superstar. They have some extremely talented players that are young, and I'm sure there will be absolute superstars in the not-too-distant future. But it's all about balance. That's why I love the Orioles to win, to, to be a sleeper team. They're obviously in the playoffs to really ma- maybe make and win the World Series this year. They're just they're so hard to stop. Do you agree that a general manager nowadays they call chief of baseball operations or whatever, that level person, do you agree that's the hardest job in all sports? Period, wait, maybe. Uh, I don't know if it's the hardest job. Well, think uh, about wait, the balance, not, bud. For baseball or just in general? No, let's take baseball, for instance, and why they, they exited with Bloom and all that. Bud, you have to not only have people to draft right, you have to develop right. You have to have patience. I could never, you're laughing, I could never be a baseball GM, bud, with my impatience. How fast would I be making moves, right? Yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be tough. Trout would be, Trout would be 0 for 10. You think he's, he's you'd trade him. Uh, maybe I'd be right on some of these. But you have to have unbelievable patience for these players to develop. Yeah, then it's really, it's really tough. you have the minors loaded enough, okay, and who to sign for how long. And if you want to make, make it look easy, who do we have to reflect as the chief of the right model? The Braves. How about the fact that the Braves are going to have an 844 OPS with a roster that's all under contract yep. till 2028, bud? Yeah, I and mean, it all comes down to scouting. If you don't, if you have good prospects coming up through through your you know, the organization, it takes a lot of trouble away from you. You don't have to worry about signing right. that superstar. You right. can just sign the guys that are homegrown. You know your team, your coach, your culture for the past whatever it is, three, four, five years, right? And you know they're just going to be long-term studs. I mean, they, how many times have the Braves done that now? Ready? Some of these kids are twenty-two. Yeah, right. And, and they, they let, have them signed for a long time. They let Freeman walk, so they have money to do that because he was yep. top-heavy to that scale. Now, and that's but, why they didn't need to pay Freddie that much money because right. they knew what their their minor leagues was like. But what trust, right? It is. In your in your in your system. I mean, it's, your great, it's great leadership by their GM to oh, trust their scouts the I don't who are giving guys. him those reports saying, look, these guys, can we can replace Freddie Freeman. And the GM, obviously, he's not at those, all those minor league games. He had to trust that information. Can you bring in his, his record up? Uh, I, I, listen, full transparency, and I think everybody knows it. I can see his smile in there out there. Uh, Tommy, because of Tommy. The only reason I don't bring his name up is I don't know how to pronounce his name. And I, in my opinion, the best GM in baseball the last five years, hands down, to get these guys all under contract. I mean, you think about what we're saying here, okay? Uh, Swanson, he lets go, gets a shortstop. Now, the fact that that shortstop's having a great year is a fluke because he was a plug-in player, and now he's having an all-star year. So the difference between Swanson and what they're paying this guy shortstop and carry whatever his name is, it's like $25 million. So, I mean, sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good, right? Yep. What's his name? Alex Anthopoulos. I don't think you're saying it right either. That DNA is a beautiful thing. But anyway, what a great job he's done. These guys are all under contract. I mean, they can sit back and tweak this now, right? They're going to have to work on their pitching. Yep. And by the way, the series did prove that we can get to in the closure, right? Sure. No hope there. So when a team knows they can get to your closer, how big of a psychological advantage is that in postseason? Um, it's a big. It's it helps. You're yeah. reluctant to say a lot. I, I mean, I just think we're going to see the Phillies postseason 
struggle a bit if we play that. I'd rather not play the Braves early, but yeah, if we play the Braves late and we have to get to their closer, it's hell. I just, I don't see a path to beating the Braves this year. I know what happened last year and how good the Phillies did. Just, I don't know. It doesn't seem there to me this year. So you are another member on the bandwagon of fluke last year. I mean, it's not, not fluke. fluke. It happened. But you don't repeat what happened last year. No, Hoskins is going to hit a three-run homer exactly when you need it, when when the bank is going insane. Yeah, I, Reese, just, I just don't see it. You don't repeat that, right? History no, doesn't I, repeat I think, itself. I think this year we're going to see the form. Bra- Braves, Braves, and Orioles is what I think. You're going to see. We're going to see more form. F O R M. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely right. On the NL side. Right. Braves or Dodgers are. I just think the favorites this year. I could be wrong. Yeah, if you're, you know, if you're one of our growing listener uh, group, would you please send us a text? Give us your two teams for the World Series, and yes, winner, and yes, number of games. All right, so we're we're interested in that, and of course, you win a car if you're right. You know, you know how we are here. We're very generous in that regard. In my research, I stumbled across Manny Ramirez, and ah. Uh, and I was told by a couple of my close advisors that that was an enhanced career. But um, would you have said that too? You that information on Manny is correct, right? Uh, yeah, probably before your time, a little bit. Yeah, what numbers, bud? I'm this guy, stud, yeah, three fifty-five and Babe Ruth numbers. Boy, did he stink defensively. He's a minus one ten. You'll see minus one. You don't have to play good defense if you're putting up Manny's numbers. He yeah. rather just hang out inside the uh, right, right, right. Under, whatever it was in the uh, yeah in the wall. So I should not glorify Monster. him, and I'll try not to. But I at the same time, curiosity killed the cat, and certainly does gets the best of this guy. Slug five years, six sixty six. No, this is not men slow pitching. Mario Patrizzi, six eighty seven, six oh nine. 647, 613, and I wrote down juice before I knew. It had to be when you put up slug numbers yeah. of 640. Yeah, him and Ortiz in the clubhouse together must have been oh, you had Oh, you had to throw Big Papa in there, did you? Oh. Was he definitely, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Who wasn't? My Lord, they're I mean, all God, something. My God, who wasn't? Yeah, Man, who, who wasn't on the roids? All right, before we go in another direction here, we're going to talk a little foots. Let's circle back. What concerns you right now about our Phillies? Are you satisfied? Um, you know, five-run run production are up to 4.91. Okay, that's the uh, highest since they had the World Series team. Actually, better than that, but the 2009 Phillies, after eight, they won the World Series, the 2009 Bud team had a higher run production. Mm-hmm. You seem disinterested in that. Uh, pitching is what concerns me. You're, you had your answer locked and loaded, right? You, yeah. You said what concerns me right. about the Phillies pitching. And then you, I understand Starters, their offense Starters, bullpen, or both? Um, really both. I mean, right now, who's wor- who's working on the starting side? Well, Willer, I still trust for six, six innings, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just got shelled against Atlanta. Uh, beat you, hopefully he shakes it off. He got cheated. And we'll still give up six runs. Ask Wheeler if, if it's on him or more the umpire. He's going to say it's on him. And I, he may have gotten cheated, but he, he it still happened. He still got, you know, he still gave up six runs. Apparently, you didn't see the uh, little exhibit that I sent everybody. If you open it up, you can see the picture. I did, but he still gave up six runs. There's still balls hit hard. You know, right. it's not like it was flukes. It still it still happened. But fun. Let's give Wheeler the pass. He should be fine. He's clearly been the ace on the Phillies the past couple Are of years. Are you sold with Nola, too? Like sold on him or like Number sold the starter in the postseason. 
Yeah, as as our number two, but I don't I'm not I don't have confidence in no 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 the sold bent metaphor basically for you got to yeah, use Nola. you got to use Nola as too, which is what Charlie said last week. Skipper. I mean, I could also see them using Walker. He his, his ERA isn't you know. I mean, it's pretty solid, but he gets wins. The team just seems to perform really and that's well. Something how the team yeah they win they score. win with him on the mound. And do you trust the offense? I don't trust the offense. No. So what you're saying, if we run into a really good arm, we could go back to that four hit team. We've yeah. All I trust Harper. You know, I trust Turner. I think that those two need to really lead us in the postseason. Uh, I mean, Trey Turner's comeback this year has been one of the greatest Phillies baseball stories in a long time. That, you know how how the fact that it's standing ovation, <laughs> whether it worked or not, it you know it worked. It, it, it and here we are now, and nearly two months later, and he's just totally turned the season around. Yeah, yeah, him and Harper really need to lead the way in the playoffs. And I obviously think I have no no uh, lack of confidence in Harper. He's, you, you definitely would drop Schwarber. You were hundred percent aligned. Yeah, that, right? but I'm not even going to go into the Schwarber yeah. because they're not dropping him at right. this point. You right. know, they're they think he's best in the leadoff and. Yeah, that's fine. Even we'll, though we we'll saw him go, lose. we saw him go for nine against a couple of lefties this week, right? and he will because he can't hit lefties right. and he can't hit any a good lefty either. He's just no chance, and that'll hurt us in the postseason. There'll be times where yep. he'll come up, he'll yep. end the inning with men on base, and especially because we love to bat good guys at the bottom of our lineup. We love yeah. to put Brandon Marsh down there yeah, all season, or not play Brandon Marsh right. enough, despite the fact <laughs> he's one of the two ninety six hitter. Yeah, best OPS, one of the best OPS on the team. But yeah. hats off, well, Kyle Schwarber, lead off all, all season long. I've been been preparing everybody, people that I text, and, and uh, I've said it to Bo and Charlie, that, you know, what's going to be the fly in the ointment, the, the Achilles heel, is going to be key at-bats in postseason. We're sure we're at the top of the order and, uh, and a high lefty pitcher. Uh, and I just don't want to sit here and predict that and see that be that. And, of course, you know, my phone blows up when he gets a hit in that situation one time I got a text from somebody that said, you know, hey, you're right. But it's not about that, and I don't need that affirmation. But you just kind of know if it's if it's a high-leverage situation with a good pitcher lefty, you, you're not going to produce. So why let it happen? I, that, we'll move off of that, but that's what gives me so much unrest about that scenario. Yep. And it's tough. And the Phillies have been really up and down, up and down this year. You know, look at Bryson Stott. Solid numbers, two ninety all around, but he gets it. He gets in his 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 quiet slumps. He's not the most talked about guy, right? In the last thirty games, hitting two forty eight. Last thirty games, he's struggling. Yeah, doesn't look at that. Look at his overall numbers. Last seven games, hitting two thirty one. Yeah, he's not really turning it around right now. You know, Boehm has kind of been up and down throughout the season. We thought he'd have that big power streak. You mean Boehm? Yeah, Boehm is. <laughs> is, is yeah, I love you know. He's a guy that he's been playing better. Yeah. Which is good. We wouldn't, we wouldn't need to see him continue. The team just needs to click. They need to fire on all cylinders. Yeah. Like they did last beginning of the postseason. Yeah, you're asking last for year. a lot. Now he's got to fire on all cylinders. Otani, you've heard your dad say many, many, many times it should be one or the other. Is this not really the beginning? Because it started to happen last year. Is this the early stages of of Otani's body breaking down because you're asking him to do pitch and hit. Yes or no? No. No? No, I disagree. I don't. I oh, agree with boy. you. The usage is wrong. Yep. I do not agree he should pick one. And if you pick one, he's obviously going to pick be a hitter. Um, I believe the blend of for Otani is to pitch one every 10 days. Interesting. You have, Interesting. You have your normal five-man rotation, 
four, five, four, and then Otani a one. And every tenth day he comes in and pitches. So you still have his value. You do not work his arm nearly as much. Every other outing, your other starters get an extra day off. I think it's a win-win all around. And you don't have to pay him yeah. twice his value. You pay him one and a half his value. He half pitches and he hits every day. And you're going to have a lot of pitching coaches say every 10 days you're going to get this guy out of a rhythm. He's not going to be as effective every 10 days. Well, they Agreed. don't. Not, no, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's about. just, it's just yeah. old school. Adam. Uh, no, it's ridiculous. Oh, those ridiculous. pitching coaches in the major league baseball. What no, did they know? No, that's, that's silly. He can pitch every 10 How days. How embarrassed is Alabama Nation this week. Do you see that debacle? Did you watch any of that Saturday? I didn't watch, but but they were three three with the team from Ben Salkin, the Del Air. Uh, <laughs> Nick Saban in that locker room must have oh, been a handful. God, now this week Ole Miss, they, they they got some offense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't follow college football closely yeah. enough, but it's not the Bama we've come to know the past no, ten no, no, years. No, no, no. Well, guess what? College football in general. It's the weakest top 10 I've seen in my wow. lifetime. Why is that? The uh, portal I, and those programs, those marketing things. What are they called? FTEs? What are those things called? Where the players can get... Name, a, image, and likeness? That yeah, stuff? Yeah. That, they're getting paid? Uh, uh, bud, yeah. No, I know they're getting... I know, no, I know they're getting paid. I mean, like, what's the significance? They're not trying as much now? No, they're, they're getting players. You're recruiting players on financial means. Yeah. The oil money. Follow the oil, right? Texas beats Bama the second year they've had it. Oh, you're saying Bama's having a harder time recruiting yeah, now. Yeah, Camaro's so we got a deal you can't refuse. Right, because yeah, the, yeah. the other teams can recruit yes. more. Okay, yeah, that makes right, sense. Right, so it's it's for the first thing you had was our national powers from South depreciate. Mm-hmm. But, and when I was growing up, it was Florida, Florida State, Miami, every year were powers. It was great at the end. Then the Big Ten, Ohio State's, Michigan's, Notre Dame now and then usually disappoint you with a good excuse. We try to compete with that. That's completely yeah. decimated, right? I, and I kind of like it. It's been it's See been ya? tiring yeah. seeing Bama number yeah, one okay. the past decade. That's what mom said. You know, I think it's good to mix it up because it's college. Just people want to see other colleges represent. They want to see them have a chance. Yeah. And I guess now if you got to play pay your player five hundred thousand dollars a year in college to. I hustle win. home Saturday on my little wager with us guys to, to find out that Notre Dame's on Peacock and I can't find it. I really can't stand that. I laid that. 32, so I never was in the game. And my second part of the bet, I had Baba minus 34, and I'm 3-3 three, three at halftime, and there's a two-hour lightning storm, wow. so I could see that by Saturday. What the hell to hand basket? <laughs> But I had my granddaughter for four hours, and my God, was that fun. She was building a little what are you, a pumpkin patch, and she's running from the living room with the pumpkins. It's rant or rave time, bud. What are you going to pick? Go for it. I will rant on the Eagles, the 2-0 and o Eagles. Oh I'm just full of negativity today, I guess. Eagles 2-0. and o. I, I, And it wins a win. I'm happy that the Eagles are 2-0. and o. I, I am going to say it's more of a prediction, and I know there will be a handful of people very proud to or very happy to hear this. Uh, most of you won't be. I think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles uh, this year, right now. Ooh, where is that button? Uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. Okay. I, I mean, I'm going to mess up his name. A little recent bias Parsons here. looks like an absolute train wreck. Best player since Lawrence. I mean, he, LT. he looks like he just can't stop the can't guy. Can't stop. I was watching it's him yesterday. Ridiculous. 
the way he swims and goes from the outside to the you know the inner part of the of whatever it's called the line to get to the quarterback. Right, right. I his got you. speed is just it is incredible. Is he as physical when he gets there? Yeah, I mean, he looks it. He's right. not the biggest guy out there. He's not small by any means, obviously. So he's, he's not so LT fast and brutal. strong. He's not LT brutal. Yeah, he hits hard. I mean, he, Does he? he? <laughs> yeah, he hits hard. The, the team is that their, their team looks really, really good. I mean, okay. offensively, they got some good weapons. Right. I just think the Cowboys are going to be really tough this year. All right. So and that's... the Eagles look like they have the problem with the Eagles. The only reason I'm saying this because it's not because the Eagles. Um, I, I don't think the the Eagles are less talented. The fact out. that they're playing Hurts different this year. This yeah. is a really big year for Hurts. Yeah, they're covered in tight They end. spend all offseason scheming about how to beat yep. the Eagles. Good catch here. And it's what kind of what I know John Ritchie kind of broke it yep. down really nicely yeah, last he, week. He did. Um, I'm the, I don't know all the you know, football terminology. Whatever, right. was, whatever nickel formation where he, I think he said instead yep. of that third cornerback, yep. um, they had him right inside the box really there to mess, kind of play with Hurts and, and mess with them there. Line up, man. Look at their go zone. Yeah, and it looks like they were about to blitz him and they draw and they step back and, yep. and kind of convert to a you know, to a zone scheme yep. there. Yep. And it just it was really throwing the Eagles off the past two yeah, weeks. I don't know if it means they have to run more. Maybe they have to do a little less of the RPO stuff, a little right. more traditional it traditional does. power football running and stuff. It does, it does but, mean that. Um, it's it was tough. The Eagles were really rusty the past two weeks. So my rant is, I think the Eagles need to figure it out. Right now, the Cowboys are the better team. Will that be the case ten weeks from now? We'll see. Um, but I have confidence in Hurts at the same time. Rave portion of it. Yeah, have con- a lot of confidence in Hurts to bounce back. Uh, it's only been two weeks, and they still got the wins, even though it wasn't the most pretty ones. They still got the wins. It looks like that AJ and Devontae. Could be the best duo in yeah, football. No doubt, they just look like if it's not one of them, one of them's open, the other one's open. It's just they look yeah. impossible to stop. And Hertz has also made some really good passes to find Smith on the sideline, stuff like yeah, that. So a bit of a rejoinder today, and you don't see Hertz overthrowing people. He's still deadly accurate. He, he right? is. Yeah, talk about someone who's struggling is Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, people had a lot of hopes in him. The guy can't figure it out. Really? In yeah. Chicago. Oh, 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 yeah. They're oh, quick. God. I mean, he probably I buried should, him he, last year. He probably should be a running back or a receiver. He's like elite. Speed. You remember me rant uh, yeah. against him last year. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he will not play quarterback just, in the NFL. He just doesn't look like he can figure out this defense. He's missing <laughs> he wide open guys yesterday. Yeah. He, yesterday, if you look it up, right. he stepped up into a sack on like the 20 right. or 30 yard line. There was a guy wide open, middle of the field right. for a touchdown. He steps up and just gets sacked. I mean, like, what are you doing? Just if you look at StatCast, they got a stat on wide open receivers missed. They have a stat. For, I think we've talked about yeah. that before. I'm going to uh, go on the, on the rave. College football starting. It's been marinating. It's starting to heat up now. You got Notre Dame, OSU this week. I, I can't begin to tell you. Uh, I just think what's cool about college football, and the reason I love baseball is it delivers every day excitement, okay, to contradict myself. But the buildup of college football, in my opinion, humbly more so than the pros, I can just about watch uh, a, a professional game. It's got to be a very select game. And I'll watch the some of the second half. Um, there are a couple good endings, uh, and and I saw some of that. But Notre Dame, OSU, OSU is minus three. I don't get it. Um, the, Michigan, I'm interested in because Rutgers is a very proud three and zero with he, that coach. You know, he's nuts. He thinks he can beat Michigan. <laughs> and this was the year the coach Shannon said they're going to deliver at Rutgers, right? 
They dress up and go to Michigan minus 25. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's a big one. You have Ole Miss going into Bama, and it's only a seven-point spread. You know how bad, bad Bama was last week, right? Yep. Uh, how about Colorado now? Do they prime goes for real? Has yep. to go play Oregon, and that's yep. a, like a 16 or 19-point spread. Interest in that game. So if I don't like to do this, but I do get the X a lot, would you ever give out a teaser play? And I would give you this teaser, 7.2 team teaser. Take Notre Dame plus 10 and reduce the Oregon line that you get. I don't know how much it's going to move on you. And reduce Oregon over Colorado. They're a bit of a fraud. Strike that, hit the button. Prank. Colorado is a fraud. All that Dion hype, and he's done a great job. He hasn't played anybody yet, and please don't dare say Nebraska, okay? <laughs> they Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, what that coach did during the game. I don't even get me started on play calling Nebraska's guy so bad. Anyway, if Dion goes out there, I'm going to tell you this, and plays a competitive game, what's competitive? Mid-fourth quarter, we have a 10-point game. There you go. That's a competitive game. From that point, I don't care what the final score is. You all get the dinner, okay? I'm dead serious about this, okay? Uh, I expect uh, Oregon to roll Colorado. All they need to do is cover the teaser spread when I say roll. And uh, I'm going to trust the Fight Irish at South Bend plus 10 against Ohio State. And I am interested before we sign off, what side of that game is the whiz on? It's Notre Dame minus plus 10. No, Notre, Dame Notre plus Dame's 10? getting three from Ohio State. Gee, oh, sorry. I thought you said 10. Check that uh, one, Dad. Huh? Yeah, Chad, say, no, I'll go what did he say? Ohio State. The Ohio State. You're going to lay the three yep. on this table at the Grimley household. Yeah. No, High no, atop. Yeah, Notre Dame's a fraud every year. Oh, but. Oh, Talk about frauds. Words. Talk about team that's always good and finds a way. What's, per- what's the dean going to say to this? He's going to shake his head and say it's sadly true. How big? No. How big? He defends him regardless. They've been a fraud the past 10 years. <gasps> what have they done besides be good and find a way to fall apart? <gasps> How many years has Notre Dame fallen apart? <laughs> Where's Bobby? Oh, no. Buddy's against him. How about Joe taking Notre Dame every week and getting smoked? <laughs> My son-in-law, great kid. Oh my god! And uh, he'll be on the show next week, probably. You're he'll be on the show. Bring him in. Talk about Notre Dame. We're going to bring him in. But he 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 just absolutely bleeds Notre Dame. He's unbelievable, and uh, he keeps the torch going regardless. And uh, I I think he likes Notre Dame to win this game in South Bend. But you know, in the first half last week, they too were flat. They were caught in a sandwich. Right, young kids are going to be flat when you got a higher state coming to town, right? Yeah, it's Can't so, play so hard to. Yeah, he still scored forty one. I mean, these kids came from high schools where you know, all of a sudden you're playing, you know, the Ohio State University. You got to gear up for that. It's hard. It's really hard to do it. There goes the question and answers uh, for the panel, but we do keep them coming. We got them saved six zero nine eight two eight five five six nine. I had a couple really good questions. Uh, last week and they'll be relevant so we're holding on to those and uh by all means love your text give me a call talk baseball it's great man i love baseball i love talking about baseball and uh really good feedback i've shared some of it with you and it's uh it's enlightening it's compelling and it's a lot of fun it's a great energy to get that new number and you know it's you know it's podcast related yeah how do they find us bud uh speaking of numbers 
Chuck's number is 609-828-5569. Speakingofsportspod.com on the socials, the Speaking of Sports. Uh, you'll find us there. And that will pop up yeah. yeah. each week, even though everybody says it doesn't. No, that's the, I mean, that's the, that's, <laughs> if it's not appearing in your pod, Apple Podcast app, and I'm speaking to 90% of you who I know use the Apple Podcast platform, you have to turn your settings and notifications on in three places. You got to go to your settings and turn on your turn on your podcast notifications. Inside of your settings, you also have to go down to the podcast app and to make sure notifications are on. And then in the actual podcast app, you have to turn the notifications <laughs> on. I don't know why, because it's not Apple's style to make things complicated like that. No wonder. Maybe it's, it's a working. bug. Maybe it's supposed to sync up, but it's not. I had the issue too. Now I get notified. I had to turn notifications on in three spots. The podcast app, the settings, and then notifications section, and then the settings, the podcast subsection. God bless um, everybody on yeah. that. Jeez. Kind of frustrating, but if you want to get notifications, that's how it is. Skipper, warm thoughts and prayers your way, buddy. And uh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Uh, you got the Braves going 3 and out. 3 and out. I got the Phillies going 2-1. and one. 6 out of 7. Starts tonight. Big series. Huge series for the wild card. Yeah, it is. You know what's big? When they play the Mets, they, they miss that good pitcher. Uh, Sanko. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah he, he pitches right before the series, so they don't get him. Which is and that'll be the Phillies' time to clean up if they struggle here. The Mets are playing. Be- the Mets are playing good baseball. Yeah, but they got to beat beat up the Mets. You got to beat up the Mets. Well, it's not automatic, especially with that cap. But they don't see. Yeah. Him. All right. Over and out. God bless everybody. Have a splendid week. Uh, Monday. Start decorating the house for Halloween. It's a great time of year. God bless you all, your families. Thank you for being a, a, a devotee. Uh, it's all good stuff, man. Over and out. We'll see you soon.